0: Today's podcast is presented by Podco. Podco is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you can always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podco. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podco.co at podgo.co. o let them know that Free Game, the podcast, sent you. That's free game for you, ya. y'all. Yeah. No, I'm chill. I'm chill. Go ahead. Okay, cool. All right, guys, <laughs> welcome back to Free Game, the podcast. It's your boy, The Spy, and I'm joined by a very special guest, who I'll let introduce himself.
1: Hi, my name is Jerson uh, Universe. Most people know me as J.D., Uh, which is a little easier way of saying Jarrett on the Quan. I'm not going to get into the explanation because that's way too long for a podcast. But um, (laughs) Josh invited me um, to talk about spirituality. I'm so excited to talk about
0: something that actually I talk about every day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, so um, we met on Clubhouse (sighs) some months Uh, ago. um very very interesting things have taken place and i'm the type of person like i like to just sit back and like listen to people just to get a vibe of who they are Mm -hmm. and um um recently i had thoughts about you because you haven't been on clubhouse at all so do you kind of want to tell the people
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um so bloodglobo has been an has been an incredibly interesting experience, especially for someone who um is on the spectrum. I, I'm mm-hmm. on the spectrum of autism. So sometimes, um, I noticed how I noticed how I could speak more easily and more freely, um, and especially because most of the conversations were pretty deep, and I didn't know how much it would drain of me. I just knew mm-hmm. that I was enjoying it. Um, and also, of course, I thought that um like the I thought it was nice to see direct result of your work. Like whenever you would talk about a topic, you would mm-hmm. hear other people talk about it and it and it would sound as though like, Oh my God, everyone is really listening. People are mm-hmm. really adjusting their
0: behavior. Wow. And then about, isn't that refreshing? So like exactly. no that someone is listening and know where you're coming from. And it can right. add on to the conversation. So refreshing. Yes. And then
1: in a week or so it would be done and it would be the complete same shit all over again. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah, um, I thought we were it, about this okay. exactly so it um there was a climax moment where I got really, really tired and I started seeing how a lot of people were taking the social media platform um as a way to I guess like confirm that they're good people or confirm Ooh. that that uh, this is what they're supposed to be doing in life. Um, For me, that confirmation came immediately. And also I'm 25. Uh, Most people on there are over 30 um, Mm -hmm. or close to or have, um, yeah, like at least are not in the same age age range as me and saying the same things. So because of that, I just took a step back and I started to realize like, okay, this is really not something that um, I've gotten out of it, what I needed to get out of it, which was me understanding that my journey um, is going to be a lot uh, more empathical than I realized. Yeah. And when I realized that and when it settled in and when the, when I started clearing up and started like seeing what Clubhouse really was um, before I came on the app and like now that I'm not on it it just showed to me like this is really not worth it this is not worth all of the extra work all of the i was doing it like in between my normal job like and yeah. i was going i was going on break and like starting a room up and talking to people and affirming them and making them feel good and of course that's a beautiful thing but at the same mm-hmm. time it i don't want to ramble on too much but it it just took a lot
0: out yeah of me, no so. i get it. it 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 becomes draining like um when you're trying to do something for the betterment of the collective and mm-hmm. it's not like the result that you wanted, you know, exactly. I, I feel like yeah. um, we try to control things that really aren't meant to be controlled in that way. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely see where you were coming from, like with your, uh, with what's the um, LGBT, it was such a great idea set so, um but i just feel like there's a lot of personalities like a lot of personalities and so mm-hmm. um, i think the original idea kind of got
1: um,
0: Scrap, lost. And that's what and, a, a
1: yeah. lot of people said that to me like um they i think that what what made it so great what made the experience so great is that i could bundle all of the powers that i saw and i could make them into one throughout whatever medium um, we would use. So whatever, whenever it would be not me, it would be someone who was able to do that as well. And I would be supporting them as much as possible. But I noticed how much people gravitated towards my voice. And I didn't really want to um, step on people's toes. I wanted to make sure that everyone got the same experience as me. And sometimes that's not really a good idea. Like I understand, um, like I I understand now, at least that, um, certain aspects of that whole experience, I won't ever experience again, because I'm going to vet people. I'm going to, I'm going to vet the shit out of people. Um, right. and that's not to say that I'm, that I wasn't working with great people. Cause I was, it was amazing. Um, but at the same time, I'm going to vet the, sa- the the shit out of people to realize like, Hey, this is really what I want to do. Is this something that you want to do with me? Or is this something that you, or is there an alternative motive? Mm-hmm. And that's um, or, alter, or alternate motive, and that's really what I should understand up front. Like, that's really, really important. So, um, uh, setting the right intention is one thing, checking up on your intention at the end of the road <laughs> mm-hmm. is a huge thing. Yeah. And I think that, um, yeah, like if I look back three months uh, ago, it was, I would not change a thing, even though, um, there were a lot of things that you know, weren't as positive, I wouldn't change a damn thing. It was a really good experience. Yeah, it was I learned so much from it. was something yeah. here, right?
0: Okay, so since you were talking about your spiritual journey and other spiritual journeys, so when did you start your spiritual journey? Like, you're still, like, young. <laughs> and you probably don't like to hear that. <sighs> um, but, like, when when did you start, like, um, your awakening, I guess? awakening is difficult so
1: do you mean when did I start using my gifts or when did I start when did you notice that you had
0: gifts that you uh, were when I was
1: when I was at the age of three I didn't know if I was meant to share them I just knew that I saw (laughs) auras and Hmm. I think like the the different colors seeing darkness behind people at times Mm. um, or shadows walking it was all really confusing at first and when I when I went to like people about it people thought that I was crazy so mm-hmm. I learned mm-hmm. to keep it to myself um my mother was really uh, open into hearing like what I was thinking and I had I got a diary from a child psychiatrist because of course that's where the school sent you immediately when you start talking about ghosts <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah I got a diary and I started writing things down and luckily the psychiatrist was also black so we were talking um More so on the cultural standpoint than on, um, like, this is what's real and this is what's not. Like, she didn't, she made, she put an effort into making me realize that this is my reality and whatever that looks like is okay. Mm -hmm. As long as I'm okay with that.
0: And so, for people who don't know, um, JD is in the Netherlands, he's not in the States. So, like, is that different? Like, the um, therapist and things out out there, is it like, like how's that experience for you i mean i wouldn't have anything to compare it to but when i
1: look at like um what's that lady called that friend of oprah oh the one that challenges people oh my god so i think that that's like not on um, my watch (laughs) the most expression the most expressional uh therapist in the world and i think that nothing really tops her um, but I think my therapist was pretty close. She was really express she was really expressional. and I think that's just a black thing anyways. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would highly advise parents and people if you want to find a therapist for children or for any uh, person, just go through a black therapist or try to find one because really I, um, I don't know how I would have turned out if that wasn't the case.
0: All right, cool. So, I have a few random questions. So, just to see where your mind is, Mm. are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. I love that you're like, okay, let me get ready for this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, J.D., who are you? If If someone was to ask you, who are you, what would you tell them? Uh, I mean a psychic
1: um, Who am I Not what am I Who am I Jared on the Lawrence Obviously <laughs> um, Who am I I am um, I am me Like I am That's it And I think that
0: Yeah Is Yeah it, I don't look, You can leave it right there I am me <laughs> Right Okay <laughs> So, you are a Sagittarian. Mm-hmm. They are now for being very ad- adventurous. So, mm-hmm. can you tell me what is the greatest, funniest adventure that you have been on thus far?
1: Um, I went to Vienna by myself and I found a oh. friend there. Um, and I stayed with him for a couple of days, um, mainly because of the fact that I was like, oh, I just want to go to Vienna. Um mm-hmm. I want to experience a new city. Uh I fell in love with the city. I actually my ex-boyfriend and I um met in Vienna and which was not the guy that I was staying with by the way that was someone that I met on uh the PS4. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um but like it was amazing to just not be in the same experience as um I usually am essentially.
0: Okay. So, um, I know you really like um comics and things like that, so, what is your favorite comic turn series or movie? okay, so that's the thing, so I don't uh, so because my friends are
1: gonna knock me if I don't say this yeah, okay. um i i am I am into comics, I'm not a comic head. there's a difference okay um, I'm mm-hmm. also, because they will kill me <laughs> and I think my favorite. Let me just say my favorite thing that's based around comics right now is Invincible. If you watch that on uh, Amazon Prime, it is amazing. I love animated stuff. And I think that it's, uh, especially if it's done in an adult way, it makes you oh, feel Oh, that was well. the
0: one you were talking about know, mm-hmm. the last time I heard you on Clubhouse or whatever. But yeah, yeah that was the one you were talking about. Okay.
1: Invincible is amazing.
0: Oh, my God. And that's based yeah. off a comic? It's based off a comic, yeah.
1: Not a popular one, but it's based on a comic.
0: Okay, so, okay, which villain do you really feel for?
1: Uh, I mean, like, the okay, so the recent person who is going to turn into a villain, essentially, if they're going that route, is uh, obviously Scarlet Witch. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, like, everyone kind of connects with her to such a degree, although she is really, like... Uh, naming she makes me understand how good and bad is really relative and i like that in characters i have the same with loki loki is also a case of good and bad as well um because essentially like from their perspective what they do is good okay loki is the god of mischief obviously and chaos (laughs) Mm -hmm. but at the same time most of what he does stems from something um Deeper than you know what he con- right. what the action is. So I think like essentially characters that make me believe in um, the concept of good and bad
0: uh, being relative. That's a great character for me. I I actually would agree with that because um, my favorite villain of all time is Maleficent. Like, um I and I loved um when they turned into a live action movie because they kinda oh, yeah. went in a different direction and kind of was like, Yeah, I know everyone thinks that she's bad, but like look at her backstory and you see why hey, she's exactly. doing some of the things that she's doing. And also like uh something that I heard from a therapist is like whenever someone is like hysterical to you like they're doing something that's just outlandish, like there's history behind that. And if you right. really are concerned about that person or want to understand the person, you should probably ask like, what is the history behind why you're doing some of the things that you're doing? Right so I okay, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So what is the conspiracy theory that you believe in? <sighs> um i'm very interested in this i mean
1: a lot of things are not conspiracy theories anymore like aliens exist we found that out in <laughs> 2020 okay. when they've like,
0: been like putting out pictures and things and stuff right. like that so i'm like okay none of this is new to me but okay exactly the illuminati is
1: also confirmed so that's not really a, a non-factor as well like that's a non-factor now as well like i think that that's a uh, that's such an ingrained within pop culture thing that I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. It does it doesn't matter if it exists or not. If whether it does or not, it like it has enough impact to exist, which is enough. But I do what I what I want to believe, um, and that's the thing. I want to believe that Atlantis has existed. At least Ooh. some and I really think it does. Um, and I think that like that was the lavish island or the lavish um continent that had um unicorns um trolls etc etc like all these magical creatures that somehow seem to have died out but we have perfect images of them that Mm. is extremely strange besides a unicorn obviously because that's just a a horse with a horn um but fairies and stuff like why would we think of that that doesn't make sense
0: i definitely could i I always say i'm a fairy but
1: yeah yeah same with dragons like it just doesn't make sense like it it, like uh, these things um have existed at some point and i i like to believe in all mythological creatures but Mm -hmm. i definitely believe that atlantis has existed and um well if it still exists under the ocean well that's beautiful but i definitely believe that atlantis at
0: some point has existed yes (laughs) do you think you're a mystical creature
1: do i think i'm a mystical creature
0: i because i mean i do
1: i don't know how to answer that i think that i'm um I think, well, essentially we're all mystical or spiritual beings, right? Mm -hmm. So that's maybe one thing. Um, But what I can do is mystical. So I know that there's some part of me that might be, but I also think that it's really important to emphasize your human experience Mm -hmm. um, or else why are you here? Like if you're going to go outward and say, this is all that I am, but not recognize that you are human, then why are you here? I right, mean I feel like the human yeah.
0: like the way that we were meant to connect is the fact that we're all human. like that's exactly. one thing that we have in common. although we're exactly. very, very different, that's the one thing mm-hmm. that everyone has in common. We're all human. We're all here experiencing this human experience as spiritual beings.
1: You know what's funny? there's this um there's this video called "The Egg." Um, and I don't know who it's by again, but it basically explains like how uh, when you die. Um, you go to this separate plane, obviously, like every other religion tells you or any other belief system. Um, you go to a separate plane and you um, basically get to walk around with whatever you consider to be God. And then you go out and uh, you get explained to you that you are you are legitimately every life made in human existence. Because essentially, ego is the only thing that keeps us really apart. Mm. Um, we're all like, that's the whole collective thing. We're all part of the same being mm-hmm. essentially is what it explains. And I truly somewhere believe in that. I truly somewhere believe that you are me, I'm you, but we're just experiencing a different uh, life. So mm-hmm. that when all lives are experienced in throughout all of time, then we're done and we upgrade to whatever being the hell worst, um, <laughs> whatever being is out there um, in dormant right now, it's an egg. Like it's just an egg, and they, we're all the seeds that like feed it into, you know, that's why we're called star, seed, star seeds. Like that's
0: what is that? Um, is that video on YouTube? The egg?
1: it is on YouTube. Yeah, I can send it okay, to you. Okay, cool. Yeah, please do.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so you talked about being a psychic. So, what is, um, I guess something that you can talk about, like your experience as being a psychic or someone with um, different abilities than other people? I feel like, honestly, before I even finish that question, <laughs> that a lot of people have ability to be mm-hmm. sort of psychic, I guess you can say, a medium, or have like a sixth sense, use your intuition, whatever you want to call it. But like, mm-hmm. what was the time when you first noticed that you had that ability? So when it was confirmed was when I was 20, but when I,
1: when I noticed it, I was what mm-hmm. <laughs> 11
0: like, you just didn't
1: like understand it yeah i just thought that i was giving great advice <laughs> <laughs> and i think that that's like i had a best friend um who like lived i think two minutes away from my house and we spent a lot of time in this place we called the garden which was basically like you had a you had a, a elderly home and mm-hmm. in front of that elderly home you had like a, a small pond um, with like a bench, and it was just a, a, a beautiful, beautiful garden with different flowers, et cetera, et cetera. We call it the garden. Um, we used to go picnicking there, and we used to go talking there, and then one, like, I remember distinctively one day, um, she came with a problem uh, about her mom, and I said, like, oh, you don't have to worry. Like, within, a, with, within like three days, this is not gonna um, affect you at all. And mm-hmm. I think, as well, like you should really start writing about this because someday you're gonna use this for music uh, and she was like, "Oh, you may you might be right, maybe there's something inside of you know, and I really think that um like I want to be a music artist so bad, so I really think that yeah that, that that that's good advice, and then legitimately, like I think ten years later, we looked back and she was writing songs about those experiences <laughs> and she had she had the diary um right there and legitimately someone asked her to write a song um that was about a seductive experience that she experienced as well with her mother so it made complete sense um and i have more clear examples where you can see how i said one thing and it, and, and and the exact same thing came to be um but like it's shit like that it's just um oh i didn't know if i could swear sorry yeah <laughs> it's, it's things <laughs> like that it's it's basically um, going from one point to the next and I think that that's also a part of the fact that again, we're essentially beings that sit outside of time um, mm-hmm. but we're forced to believe that this is the time stream. That, that time is something that really matters, right. right? Exactly. So what happens to us is we uh experience all of these things and we know we have experienced all of these things before
0: mm-hmm. we're
1: just um That feeling of deja vu just... Exactly. And consciousness is also a very weird thing because i think that consciousness is basically just defined as again the ego experience um your your entire system around you is um is based around the time that you're in right now which is incredibly difficult to deal with especially if you're um hypersensitive hmm. or um sensitive to anything like emotionally or empathically empaths, or empaths yeah yeah like it's really really difficult to deal with but Um, it does help with translating all of those um, external feelings to, for instance, like I did with, I felt something from her, and I started explaining it to her like, this is what I think that should happen. And that was probably already a nudge to the from future me like, hey, this is what's going to happen in like 20 years from now. So if you tell this to her right now, she's going to love it. Okay, great. Good. Wonderful. Then we, like, you know, I beat it to the punch essentially. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why, um, that's why a lot of, um, spiritualists are seen as like lawbreakers. Mm -hmm. Um, because essentially, they just commune with whatever being is inside of them. or And they
0: don't conform. Yeah. I feel like they're, exactly. they're really like strict about that. Like, I'm not going to do everything just because this is what you're supposed to do, or this is mm-hmm. what everyone else is doing, or this is what all I've been taught to do. Like, if you know inside, like, you have something in you that's like, okay, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something different. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to be continuously pushed to that. hmm Okay, Definitely. awesome. So who inspires you?
1: <laughs> who inspires me? Oh my mm-hmm. God. Um well, when I was little, I always wanted to be the next Martin Luther King. um Oh really? Yes.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: always. Yes, a whole um, I think I have a whole project still somewhere
0: in my attic.
1: <laughs> um, that is just like there's a meaning <laughs>
0: behind that. I don't know what it is, but I feel like this that that was very specific. And like you were very matter of fact about it. So, what about Martin Luther King that you wanted to do? Essentially, like like
1: just just, just being uh, uh, not only a great speaker, but also um, inspiring people. There's something about like I think there was something about him not being the leader of his revolution, but him being the voice of it. Um, mm. Like he stood, be- he stood behind e- like greater people stood behind him. Well, a lot,
0: him. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And he also stood behind a lot of great people, but essentially greater people stood behind him to give him what he needed to do. Um, and I think that that's a really beautiful aspect. I um, I like to think of myself as like an like a facilitator. And I think that, that that's exactly what he was. Um, someone could look into the depth of like the earth and be like, okay, so this is what we all need. Great, so I'll sacrifice myself for the greater good. And that's mm-hmm. it. That's all I want to do essentially.
0: So what greater good are you trying to sacrifice yourself for? I have no idea. You say, <laughs> no. You're gonna be you're gonna continue especially being um a medium. You're gonna mm-hmm. con- you, you're gonna find out basically when right. the timing is no.
1: I think that uh, uh, so a part of it is um a part of it is this sense of normality that is around us that doesn't really exist. Right. Um, it's structure. And I don't like, I think that my spirit innately I'm a, I'm a master number 11, right. In numerology, my spirit innately hates structure. (laughs) So it doesn't like it at all. And I think that that's uh, what makes it, um, so different. Um, so my, my intention is always pure because again, the only thing that i necess- that I don't like is structure I don't dislike people. I can dislike what you do as a person and tell you that I dislike you for it, but I don't dislike you in- innately um i have I always have a problem with behavior instead of the person so I right. make that distinction really clearly um, even with racism like I think that people are racist um and like I definitely definitely think that there there are Um, people who are unable to uh, recognize their own racism. So their behavior is the problem, not the person. Mm -hmm. Um, That makes it inherently difficult when you start talking about like deeper stuff. But essentially it comes back to like me understanding that good and bad is really relative. And (laughs) uh, from my side, it looks bad. And uh, inherently it should be bad because it's bad for the collective. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, it was good for, for a lot of people to survive. Um, and that, that makes that conversation so difficult, uh, because I, like, for instance, my mom always, I, um, we should all condemn Hitler for what he did, but he also created infrastructure he also created school systems. He also created, um, like essentially, uh, like. Minute parts of economy and and education that were that we would never have. He created certain certain car structures that we would never have if it wasn't mm-hmm. for Hitler. And Hitler also bolted technology like miles ahead, um, because of his because of his major threat to the world. Like you could never, we would still be doing a lot of the same stuff if it wasn't for um, the Second World War and. Of course, like, and then you look at the casualties, and you're like, okay. So I don't want to go into deep to that. But basically, what I'm trying to say is, um, you, me, you me, taking the school. <laughs> me understanding, um, me being alive at eleven, it's more so about me understanding the delicate balance between good and evil, or good and bad, and um, that it's relative. So sometimes I'm going to do something that seems bad to others, and that's good mm. to some. And um, sometimes I'm going to do something that is hugely good for everyone and bad, and bad for some. And um, I'm going to have to find my own balance through that. So I think that that's the greater good that I'm serving, justice, essentially. Um, universal justice, if that makes sense. So yeah, like me, me finding people that are like-minded or even a very, very small thing would be me helping an old lady cross the street um when i know that something might have happened if i didn't intervening essentially but also standing yeah. still at times yeah like it's that's that's what it is
0: <laughs> okay so you talked about your life path number are, are you really knowledgeable about life path numbers? oh yeah
1: most certainly yeah
0: okay so i'm life path number one i misspoke i, I thought you were saying you're path number one but you're 11 so 11 yeah what do you know about that i think it's funny where it's very similar um I'm a Sagittarius rising, and my oh, life path number is one. So, what do you know about people? It's with funny a life because past
1: my my destiny number is one, um, mm-hmm. and my life path is eleven. And one means obviously a natural born leader. It like the 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 sign that's really un- unified with the life path number one is Leo. Um, yeah, yucky. I feel like I was a Leo in a
0: past life, <laughs>
1: but
0: yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay.
1: <laughs> There's a there's a lot of, like, um, I guess there's a lot of lessons of learning what leadership really is and mm-hmm. what it looks like and embracing that energy in all forms of it. And I think that a lot of people actually, when they, when you get to think about, like, what leadership looks like to you, you usually envision a, a person, usually also a man because of patriarchy, um, and usually also being white and then being domineering. But that's not leadership. That's patriarchal leadership. Right. It's just mm-hmm. not the same thing. A leader is able. A leader is able to influence people, um, like within the blink of an eye, so that they can move as a collective. And I think that that's it. It's not holding the, the the ropes, but it's understanding how to move them and how to shake them. And I think that that's also like being a good leader to yourself. That's essentially the lesson of a life path number eleven, so that you can be a good leader to others, and so that so that others could be a good leaders could you be good leaders
0: to other people, other you people right okay right. so it's like you're being a leader to future leaders exactly huh. okay so you talked to... okay, <laughs> so for people who don't know um JD is bisexual yes. and I had a question for you this is really random who is the mm-hmm. older woman that you have a crush on who's the older woman that I have a crush
1: on hmm uh, like in a celebrity
0: or something like that whoever, whoever.
1: um hmm. okay um you know I'm like the basic saying, answers thing. Yeah, no, um, what my type would be yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah like the the basic the basics would be and that's that's back in the day back in the day i would always say jessica alba or i would always say Halle berry but that was also because of their visibility mm-hmm. now uh um I really enjoy seeing Carrie Washington and I think that I would love to like go on a date with her and pick her brain and uh I talk she's to very her
0: intelligent.
1: I, that's the same thing for me like I feel like she's very wise. Um same thing for like and this is maybe weird but I always had a crush on Oprah. Um, Wait. But that was always <laughs> <laughs> that was always because of her voice. Like her voice is so okay. it's almost enchanting. You this feel me?
0: Someone you're you're inspired by.
1: No, not really inspired. It was really a crush. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. Yeah, like when I when I would when I would see her on the TV screen, I would be glued to the TV screen, and I know the difference between inspiration because again, I was inspired by Mother Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. I was inspired by um, what's a what's a good person that I was inspired by as well? Um, like what's his what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Um an actor Is he yeah ready? it's it's an you can cut this all out <laughs> but i was like, insp- i'm trying to think which i'm like hmm. yeah i was inspired by um and that was the first time that i saw him i was inspired by uh um, what's his name i know his name now but it's on a, he was on the pirates of the caribbean johnny depp there we go thank you i was really inspired by him um, because he was so, you know, strange and weird. I think that he would be a perfect candidate for Doctor Strange, although Doctor Strange does look like a oh Cumberbatch. God, I am so, so ready for Doctor Strange. So me ready. too. Um, but yeah, like, I
0: was crushing on Oprah. Like, indefinitely. <laughs> well, I was about to ask, what's the weirdest thing about you, but I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I that with
1: that. Okay,
0: great. So... You no! Know, the weirdest thing about me... <laughs>
1: um you have a crush on oprah okay and no that's not the weirdest thing about me <laughs> um the weirdest thing about me is i think that um i do a monologue inside of my head um like you know what scrubs used to
0: do yeah.
1: yeah like i have i have uh like tunes playing in the back of my head when someone says something i have uh like i envision. Things when someone says something, but that also might be just a clairvoyance. But I you know, like I, I say that. Like, yeah, yeah that's clairvoyance. especially <laughs> when you talk
0: about like colors, like you're seeing people's auras
1: Yeah, exactly. But no, like um, I usually like whenever someone, um, when whenever I am alone, I just hear like music, and I hear um, like you know. Sometimes I'm. Sometimes I'm. I'm like really monologuing inside of my head. Like, okay, so I guess that this is the day that we were at. <laughs> <laughs> that shit.
0: It's yes, because it you're does. supposed to be a speaker. You're, you're, you're practicing in your head. Okay. That makes sense. So since you talked about music, what is your song of the season for you right now? So No, oh. don't know, J.D., like, he does affirmations. And sometimes when he does affirmations, he, like, has a song with whatever message he's trying to tell you. So that's why I'm asking him that. My song
1: of the season um that i'm on for my life it's about progression i guess like and it's really crazy because two years ago i was in the same spot that i'm in now and i'm recognizing mm. that now i think Full that that's circle, yeah uh, uh actually three years ago i was in the same spot that i was in now and four years too It's, uh, time it's to be really to to something. right know. exactly um but i think that what the the most important message of what i'm experiencing is like uh the song that i have in my head right now is find your way back by beyonce and i think it's like letting go of um letting go of the feeling that i have to compete with others um letting go of me i'm like and that's something that i have to recognize within myself like i I am really just me and that's all I can be. Like I can't be anything else besides just me. Right. So whoever's next to me is just them. And there's no reason or no real thing um, made for us to compete. Because again, that's just the society that I grew up in, but it's not real because this person that's standing in front of me, sh- they're just doing whatever they're doing. Right. And I'm doing whatever I'm doing. I'm also, like, I can't compare um, out of pettiness, out of, um, out of annoyance, out of frustration. So right now I'm just like, okay, so I'll, I'll have to distance myself and i have to really dig deep in myself and, like, do a whole Wanda at the end of Vision moment where I'm separating my being from uh, my uh, ego and just observing what's up and what's wrong. Um, so I think that that's really what it is.
0: So yeah, find your way back. Okay, cool. So what is the wildest thing you have ever done? The wildest thing I've ever done? Mm-hmm. Child, what kind of podcast is this?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, The wildest thing I've ever done. Um, I, I know so that's... many.
0: I know so many. Yeah. no but i can't
1: i can't think of like a clear one like i think that it's
0: um okay well i'll rephrase so something that you've done that you never thought you'd do (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) let me see let me think what is something that i've done that i have never thought i would do um oh i did readings at a bar once i was drunk And I was just looking at different people and I was telling them like what their life was going to be like, or what their life was like before. And they looked at me with full shock. And it was just such a, it was, I think it was an ego serving moment. I was, I was also very young. I was 22. Um, (laughs) So, you know, it was just like, I just got into this gift. I also just beat a, a really big battle for the first time. And, that was the, like, 22 was, like, the year of me, like, just relaxing, I've settled into everything, I feel good, etc. etc. et cetera, like, nothing really bad was going on, so I just started sharing my gift a lot more, and with that, of course, like, as you create light, you attract other shit, so mm-hmm. I just... <laughs> yeah. yeah like, oh,
0: I, <laughs> the fact that I just feel like we've done a lot of the same things, is real, so... Um, do you okay? When you said you've done readings, do you use tarot cards or no? Yes, okay. So it's not I don't of like, use any. it kind of like visions? Like I want to
1: no, no. Uh, it just it, it's okay. So it could it could come as visions. Usually that happens um, when I'm on music. When I'm when I'm on music, I I get visions. Um, but my mouth just starts speaking. Hmm. That's I, it. Like okay,
0: so with that, you have to be like really, really comfortable with someone to do that. So, do you do that like to random people or? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, look, look I, uh, again, I'm, I don't have to be comfortable with anyone. Like, I think that that's um, like I'm a full fire sign. I'm also a life at 11. I think I was like, and that's something that take without pride. And it's something that I question myself often. Uh, I question in my inside of myself often, which is like, I think I was made to do that like i think i was essentially just made to just sit amongst people and say like okay so this is what it is this is what that is this is you feel me because everything really comes easy to me like it never i never really have to try and when i do have to try there's obviously something wrong with my body instead of my um like my attachment to spirit like that's that's always ever connecting so my ancestors are extremely close to me um And this the same counts for like if when I whenever I look at like my um my charts the way that everything's made up, like it just it makes complete sense. And that's really weird. So
0: Do you have Libra in your chart? Uh
1: no. Oh yes, I do. On uh, my north node. Oh, really? my south node. Yeah,
0: my north node is Libra, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm um, sorry, my my mind just went Somewhere else. Okay, so <laughs> do you think you could live without technology for a month? Um,
1: right now, no.
0: A four month.
1: Four right months. now, no. Nothing. No. <laughs> Lockdown, why? No.
0: Why do you think that is?
1: Um, because there's some part of me that needs validation, and some you part of what? me that, that creates that online. I didn't mean yeah.
0: To cut you off. I feel like. <laughs> I love that you're so self-aware about that. Um, when most people wouldn't be, a lot of people look at right. that as like a weakness. Yeah, let I be don't because one. I like I, I struggle with that as well. But I thought that was very interesting that that's what you said.
1: Right, and it's not. It's also not a struggle because again, like sometimes, um, like it's, it's not always a struggle. Right now, it is because I can't distance myself from it. But needing val or seeking validation, not seeking it, but needing or wanting it let's say wanting that's a better word wanting, right. um wanting validation comes from um the innate response that you're that you're doing something good and you want to be recognized for that that's not a bad thing and it yeah. just search like having it on social media is really easy and that's why it's really addictive um and that's why a lot of people actually um gravitate towards social media so much because they get instant gratification and validation from it which uh, you could think it is a bad thing. And I,
0: it can't be, but it like, can't be everything though, you know,
1: exactly. Everything that's not in moderation exists in the, in the realm of bad. And again, good and bad are relative mm-hmm. um, because you know, whatever you, so me being on clubhouse so damn much has created a bunch of beautiful things for a lot of good, for a lot of people, mm-hmm. right. A lot of good, a lot of people found like some real good from club from me being on clubhouse. Um, and that creates back, like everything is, is uh, relative, like good and bad is relative. People thought it was bad that I was so long on Clubhouse. Other people thought that it was really good because they got the thing that they needed from it. So, um, yeah, like think about it like that. Some people might want to see you every day on social media. Some people might not. Um, people are people and people are going to always have that border of good and bad. So yeah, as long as it's good for you and it doesn't harm anyone else just
0: fine cool cool okay so what activity do you do that makes you feel most like yourself gaming gaming, Video What's games, your
1: yeah. gaming? uh right now Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. online and outriders um outriders is a shooter type game Elder Scrolls online is like um is like a mmorpg which is like essentially Think Dungeons and Dragons, create your own character, walk around in a world that is like completely filled with other people, and you guys just go on like different types of quests together.
0: Um, <laughs> we're gonna have, I like, all of that is like a different language to me. So I mean, <laughs> I'll look it up. I, actually, you should just send me those. Yeah, like it's, just, yeah, it you, exactly. Yeah. I, although I'm not a gamer at all, I do think it's so interesting that people are so invested in it. So it like makes me intrigued a little bit oh yeah like it's really dope so yeah i think
1: that everyone should at least play a couple of games <laughs> okay so
0: what do you see for your future dating life
1: my future dating life
0: uh-huh uh i'm if really scared. Stay, like three months from now
1: where do you think yeah as far as like dating yeah no i don't i because don't know a lot I'm of just... people
0: like you jd
1: Yeah, I'm a a serious. I have no idea. I might be married within the next month. That's essentially, like, (laughs) like, and that's so. uh, That is just raw honesty. I know that either I end up with children or I'll be married out of nowhere, and I'll. I have just accepted that. Um, every time that I'm gonna want to
0: accept that, just so you know, I want you to prepare um, for that. A lot. That
1: is not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But what I what I do recognize and what I realize now as well is like um, every time that I get into a relationship, it always starts, um, it starts really loose. And then it always gets to like a really highly, uh, oh, I want to get married and I want to have uh, kids and I want to move in with you and et cetera, et cetera. I attract that. So I think that the best partner for me, and this is going to be really disgusting and weird that I'll say this. And I won't repeat it after this. And I mm-hmm. think that you should edit it the fuck out too. Um,
0: <laughs> I will not. It's,
1: either, it's either a Taurus.
0: <laughs> what? Oh my, a, oh my God.
1: Or a Capricorn, um, mainly because they are extremely consistent. Um, or a Cancer, maybe those three, because they're extremely consistent um, and they are stable and they want stability for their partner as well. And so, like, that aspect and me essentially also wanted to get married and all that shit, like, it just fits in together.
0: Okay, I'm going to say this. um, (laughs) Cancer for you, absolutely (laughs) not. I'm saying that in the most loving way. I love cancers, but for you, absolutely not. But, I mean, I feel like if you're (laughs) drawn to it, you're supposed to experience something from those creatures. So, go ahead. Anyway. um, (laughs) I love that you're so... One thing about you, J.D., you're very surprising because the fact that you're so self-aware is very refreshing (laughs) coming from a Sagittarius. I've never, ever, again, dealt with a lot of Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius rising I know how y'all operate. I've never heard a Sagittarius be, like, that honest about the fact that, oh, I, I might be married next month. Who knows? <laughs> I never. mean, I'm a Sagittarius rising, like, too. Oh, me? Relationships? No. No I damn well. <laughs> They're crushing on five people right now. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? Um, ever since the whole Clubhouse experience happened, um, I think that I've become a lot more selective with the people that I talk to. Um, As you're and Yeah, that's been a beautiful experience, especially with even within friendships, like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to talk to you this week. I might talk to you next week or the week after that. And you'll still be my friend. And that's okay. There's still a connection there. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I noticed with especially romantic and sexual attraction, um, I'm very, very careful with who I let into my system. And I think that I've given a lot of people too much freedom into my Mm -hmm. system. Um and that created a bunch of other mess as well. <laughs> so, um,
0: but hey, you learned from it, didn't you?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like, and most um, well, certainly, I do think now that because I'm so selective, I think that my body and my being is getting ready for a partner. So, um, yeah, I expect that to happen uh, soon. So that's frustrating. <laughs> it's
0: fine. The fact that you sound like you're already going to be exhausted, it's going to be fun for you. Your next relationship, I... Yeah, want, it's going to be
1: amazing, I know.
0: <laughs> I want to experience what you have to say about that once you get into it, which might be next uh, week. Who knows? But Exactly, or tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, okay, so this is the last question. I feel like I've... I, I, it's not even been, like bad like I thought you were gonna be like a little shaky, but you've been breezing right through these. Oh yeah. So name like a random fact about yourself.
1: Um, my pubic hairs curl. Um. Okay. And it's really... <laughs> no. Okay. So an actual fact. Um. Let's see. An actual fact. A random fact about me is that I um let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Like I like I think mm. I, I'm such an open book, like everything is known out there. Um
0: Okay, so okay wow. when was the last the time book. you were happy? When was the last time you were happy? Um just Very now happy with everything in your life. Oh, with everything in my life? Okay. Um Ooh, that's difficult. I don't think that I've had that before.
1: I've been content. Um ever and I have yes. Um, I and I can say that with full security because I know that I was also um like I said, like in my childhood I was being observed because they assumed me to either have hyper intellect and full apathy, or um, they just didn't know I was autistic and they didn't have a word for it. <laughs> so um, like again, I, I'm a hyper I'm a hyper intellectual person. Um my iq is is, uh, above average so um what happens is that like i get easily unhappy i think that as smart as you uh like the smarter you are the more unhappy you are because you can analyze everything yeah it's really really frustrating but at the same time i also think that there's a um there has been a moment where i've been completely blissfully happy um and i've not been worried about anything and that's I' traveling and I'm seeing and like i'm I'm I have that in moments I don't have that in um in like a period of time or in like a, a whole day I have that in a moment oh, so okay. the last moment I can think of is yesterday I was drinking and I asked my friends to take a couple of pictures of me because I haven't posted anything on on Instagram Twitter listen Instagram, you just
0: whatever. not posted a picture after like what forever
1: Yep, and if I would have posted that picture while I was on Clubhouse, the girls would have aided me up even more. So because of and you
0: like it, don't even. Yes, of course, but because of that, <laughs> Sagittarius um, like love to create chaos and then be like, "Oh my god, oh my god." <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, like I said, like because of that, I am um, like I'm just very, very careful about my appearance. So when when I when I decide to like, okay, can you take a picture of me? Like I feel good, I feel happy. And I decided to do it and then I went home and I just felt so good. Like posting it even made me feel good.
0: Um and well, I think grab that was on more grab onto more of those moments. And uh, like I told you, I have no idea how you are a pretty boy and also very concerned about like your appearance. That wow. I'm gonna give you a flop. JD, you are fine as fuck. Oh my god. Like I'm <laughs> I was like pregnant when I saw that picture, honestly. You had a little weight on you, like outfit was dangerous, skin was popping, curls popping. Listen, when I post this episode, I'm just gonna post your picture and just be like, yeah, this is this is what I have going on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um I grew up believing that I was ugly. And I think that I carry some of those things still inside of me. Uh, you need to release still, that. That's uh, release. Most certainly, it. most certainly, yes. Um, and I think that I've released a bunch of it because I've I've been able to accept that this is just the body that I'm in, um, and it doesn't matter what this what the shape of this body is going to be, and I'm always going to be pretty. Uh, and because that. of that, yeah, because of me realizing that I'm like, okay, um, this is not a, this is not a thing that I have to worry about anymore. So yeah that's
0: that on that period okay well thank you so much for joining this was fun it was yeah what are you eating it sounds like you're eating i'm sorry i'm eating gum (laughs) Um, so you made me hungry okay thank you so much for joining this was great um i should start editing this now then shit i can't believe it's already thursday it is already Thursday. I have to start working on my horoscopes this week. You do listen. <sighs> I guess yes. a new month is coming. Yes, Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, so. I I May is going to be like a real change, like for a lot of people. Remember, right. I, was ta- I was talking about like I felt like a change coming, but like I didn't really want to conform to the change because mm-hmm. it's like so unknown. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm, I'm I'm, in a whole... Di- oh, I, I don't know if you know this. I have moved back to Houston, so I'm, like, in a whole different... I mean, I've, I've lived in Houston, like, for a long time. I was born here, so, like, it's not, like, foreign to me, but, like, as far as the where I'm going in my life, it's, like, so up in the air, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so it's, like, I'm kind of, like, scared of that change.
1: Yeah, just be mindful of your own triggers. Um, and I say that with like, and I, with, with triggers, I mean like positively and negatively, be mindful of like what makes you happy and what makes you unhappy. And I think as well, um, be very careful with what you allow if if you've noticed a trigger. I think that right now, uh, what's happening in your life is like your environment is basically, and your environment is the energy in your environment, not specific people. But your environment is testing out what you'll allow and what you won't. And your boundaries and you have to like stand clear of that you have to really really say like this is what i am this is what i am this is where i've where i've come from this is my boundary and i'm committing to it it's about commitment it's about full commitment to yourself and i think that that's why you had to move back to um to the to the base point because again it's about that commitment to you so what does you look like you have to reassess that you have to really reimagine that and start from scratch and right. then and it's like the, it's like I'm reintroducing
0: myself to people who I've known my whole life. <laughs> it's of like, exactly. Weird, but yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, I'll let you go. Thank you so much again. Um. Oh, no tell people where they can find you. Um. Well, Since you're not a clubhouse anymore, so.
1: <laughs> I'll be back from time to time. You know, like I'll be back uh, to li- to look at things. Um. But Jeriton Universe. Is my like my wholehearted uh, Instagram, Twitter, I think
0: everything right now. So yeah, that's what your Twitter is like. actually really hilarious. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh my god, I, I was on. I was like, wait a minute, not J D. showing out on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, no,
1: I, I do not try to. I just, um, I, I usually think, and I think to myself, like, that, that's what everyone thinks. I don't want to drag you on for another fucking journey and talk. <laughs> but right. what I think everyone thinks is, like, um, whenever you tweet something, it just goes into the abyss. And whatever happens to it in the abyss is, like, you don't even notice it because you threw it already out of there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a thought from your mind that you just throw into the deep abyss. So it's really funny when people say that I'm funny. <laughs> so I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just talking.
0: Just you be talking shit about clubhouse. I be like, (laughs) you have a whole damn group room, and you're like, I don't give a clubhouse. I don't know how y'all do it. I'm like, wait, yeah,
1: Ugh, it's draining.
0: Well, all right. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You need to get some sleep. Like, honestly. I do. If you don't get at least five hours of sleep tonight. We're going to have an issue. Right. I do. I definitely do.
1: No, I'm definitely going to uh, play some PS4 and then go into the
0: shower and then go uh, sleep. That's all it. right, buddy. Well, I'll talk to you later. I'll let you know when everything's done. Oh, I have to yeah, edit okay. All right, that wraps up another episode of Free Game V Podcast. I going to shout out to JD for being on the show this week. As always, you guys remember to love yourself and continue to spread the inner light. Bye.